The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. Marcus Aurelius Hello, 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 and welcome back to Boundless Exposure. Today, we're going to be talking about thoughts. We're going to be thinking about thoughts today. Thoughts. 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 Thoughts are so strange, like they just come out of nowhere and then just leave. That's it, they just leave. They come and then they leave and then they're like, alright. Alright, see you again. Maybe. If you like me, I'll see you again. If you don't, you know. Maybe I'll come back, maybe I won't, but. I'm gonna be reading something I wrote down one morning. I don't have the date for it, but I just wanted to read it because it pertains to what I'm gonna be talking about today. Okay. The mind is akin to a train station. Daily and all throughout life, trains stop here. These trains carry thought. Sometimes every cart of the train stops at the station individually. Many trains I have never seen before, and even more have I seen multiple times. Those are the ones that follow the same route daily, sometimes hourly, sometimes by the minute. These are the trains which I have accepted. These are the trains my mind has become attached to, so they continue to stop at the station of my mind regularly. Those trains which I have not seen before come and go, but are not accepted. They may have been trains that come regularly, but I don't remember those. I don't pay much mind to them when they stop. If I were to acknowledge these trains and really look into their carts, as I do with the frequent ones, they might begin to come more often and with more influence. A train unaccepted cannot produce real, lasting feeling and emotion. It is the trains I know which are the basis of my experiences. Accept and explore the new trains and I might experience anew. That's what I wrote down. Um, I wrote this down, I believe, the beginning of January. And I wrote it down just because I had a new thought about thoughts. I realized that thoughts are only influential to us when we accept them. They're only strong enough to, you know, cause pain and depression and sadness and anxiety if we take them as fact. For a long time, I felt that my thoughts were me and that my thoughts were who I was, but that is the opposite of literally reality. In reality, me, I am me, my soul, that's who I am. I'm living as Asia inside Asia's body and these are just thoughts they're just coming and going and coming and going and I am here to observe them I'm observing the trains as they pass by sometimes I'll, I'll look into the cart of the trains and I'll see hey I, I I like that one and I stuck with that thought but the thing is you can't look too deeply into the carts of the train because then you become familiar with it and then you start to accept it as your cart and as your train and then you have these thoughts that recur over and over and over and over and over again every single day every every hour every whatever because you've accepted it as a fact because you've accepted it as who you are because you've looked into the carts and said ooh 
because you looked into the cards and you you know it felt familiar to you so you're like yeah this is it but what happens to the thought that you get once in a blue moon or the thought that you only had one time in your life do those thoughts not mean anything to you or do they not have um, the emotional power to affect you why don't they have the emotional power to affect you because you you just thought because you didn't accept them thoughts come into your mind from from nowhere okay this is how I think of it I think of it as for this example purposes I think of it as okay there's a thought over here at the side of my head it's going through it's going through my head going through my brain and then it goes out to somebody else that's why I feel like thoughts work however what happens when I accept a thought so let's say the thought is um, I'm ugly right I'm ugly is right here it's at the side of my head it's penetrating my brain going through I'm ugly I'm ugly and at some point if I'm insecure enough or if I feel that I am my thoughts at some point it gets stuck in my brain it's not going along on its path to another person it gets stuck in my brain and then my brain starts being oh I'm ugly I'm ugly I'm ugly I'm ugly I'm ugly and then it gets all chopped up in there because I accepted it and because maybe I, I feel that way and it's just like a thought that came maybe I feel that way inside but now the thought has come for me to to think about and to to really ponder on so now that thought is stuck in my brain and you know it was it will still get out to somebody else but now now you have this idea that you're ugly and though that may have been true one day it's not <laughs> I'm just kidding but it's not gonna be true it's not true it's just a thought you know what I mean it's just a thought that comes and goes just like emotions come and go just like feelings come and go just like people come and go just like animals and plants and trees not trees plants come and go you know everything is always on that cycle of coming in and going out coming in and going out so with thought it's the same exact thing the thought is coming in your brain it's going out but once you get stuck on a certain thought and start to believe it and accept it as true that's when there's chaos especially if it's a negative thought or a thought that diminishes you as a person or somebody else as a person those are the thoughts that you have to look out for but I would like to challenge you for a little bit because what happens to the good thoughts why does it seem that the good thoughts never stay in in my mind that's a question that I'm asking myself why does it feel like every time I have a positive idea or a good thought it, um, it's not as influential as the bad ones because with the bad ones I'm accepting it and I'm, I accept it as a fact and I understand it and I go through it, with it and I live my daily life acting out of that thought but with the positive ones I let the positive ones go I'm like mm, that's a good idea and then I let it go I don't accept it as a fact I don't look at it as something that I have to do or that I should do or that would um, bring me positive results I just look at it as no, that's a good idea or that's a good thought and then I let it go meanwhile I'm reminiscing and pondering and accepting the good ones no that's ridiculous that's ridiculous um, I'm looking for my book okay. so I have some stuff written down in this book about thoughts that I also wanted to read 
this one this one I wrote down fuck I, I really sometimes I write down the dates that I write stuff down and sometimes I don't but I want to practice writing it down every single time I write just because it helps me to remember and it helps me to see how far I've grown yeah but um you are the viewer of your thoughts you are the conscious observer of your thoughts it is important not to identify with the many thoughts that pop into your head when you identify with them your brain sees them as truths then it as well as the body reacts with emotion about that thought practice just being and realizing the ways thoughts just flow through your head it isn't you causing thought to appear it just does one after the other when you avoid the clarification and observation of your own thoughts, you undermine yourself. They are not fact. Examining your cyclical thoughts helps you find a loophole. A loophole into your negative experiences. A loophole into realizing that you are a spirit and a body viewing the world through these thoughts, not created by you, but through the processes of the mind. Thoughts will always be there whether you like them or not. You cannot turn your brain off, simply observe them. Don't assign any feeling, emotions, or bias to it. Simply watch it flow into and out of your consciousness. When you do this, you are able to know the separation between self and mind. The mind is merely a vessel for understanding and facilitating in our growth. It is not what we are, who we are, or why we are. It is not who we are, what we are, or why we are. Sometimes when thoughts are repetitive or intrusive, it is to remind you again and again the lesson you have yet to learn. For one, you are identifying with them. Two, you aren't realizing what the thought is trying to convey to you. Remember the anxious, depressed, angry, self-hateful thoughts are not in control. Don't listen to them. You are in control. Simply observe them and how the emotions rise and fall inside your body. My question is, why do we equate not worrying with not thinking about something? Does me thinking about a thing automatically mean I am worried about it? No. You can think about anything you want and not assign feeling to it. Do that. They are just thoughts at that point. Ask the question, if I am not my thoughts, not my experiences, not my emotions, not my phases, then who am I? Cogito ergo sum translates to I think therefore I am and many people have heard this phrase and used it and perpetuated this idea that we are not only the creator of thoughts but because I can think that means I am relevant so to be who I am my thoughts are very important which they are and I must submit to them this is false I think therefore I have a consciousness and a subconsciousness and I can choose I am. Life is all about choice. I just wanted to read that because my words can get jumbled up inside my head and I like to write things down. So when I do read, I just hope that you listen because I feel like it's valuable information. And if, if you're listening to me, then wouldn't you like to know what I have to say? Thoughts are some of the most powerful things that we have. Thoughts have the power to put people in places that they've never that they've never even thought they could be in you know the thoughts that you have have the power to change your mood to make you feel an emotion 
to stop you from feeling an emotion. Thoughts have the power to make you move. It gives you an opportunity to make a decision. That's what thought does. It gives you an opportunity to make a decision. Now, whether that decision is positive or negative, that is, of course, up to you as it is a choice. But understand that everything that we have around us is a product of thought. You would not have an iPad if somebody did not think, ooh, I can make like a bigger phone with, you know, different, you know, you would not have a book if people didn't think, oh, you know, that that wood over there on that tree looks very, very nice. They cut up the tree and they made paper out of a tree? You made paper out of a tree. That's what you're telling me? That's how powerful your thought is. Everything that you see around you was made manifest by thought. Your thought creates every possible thing in your life. Your life right now is a product of your thoughts. Your life right now is the manifestation of the blueprint of your thoughts. As you're sitting here, what you're experiencing right now at this very moment is because you had the thoughts that you had previously. Your life right now is a result of the thoughts that you had before in the past. So if you think about it right now, what are you creating with the thoughts that you're accepting right now? What are you creating? If a, if a thought comes in and you say, oh, I have no friends, I'm so sad, I'm so ugly, I'm so this, or she's this and that, I'll never get a job. These thoughts come into your head, okay? Okay. Why are you attaching to them? You are attaching to them, and once you attach to them, they, they start coming around a little bit more. And once they start coming around a little bit more, that's a manifestation because you're thinking the same things over and over and over and over again. Yeah, something's going to happen with it. It's going to become reality. You're thinking about it over and over and over again. That's how strong the influence of your thoughts are on your life. In my own experience with my thoughts, um, my thoughts can get dark sometimes. But they're also very uplifting of Asia. And uh, that's something that I want to appreciate for a second. Just how my mind works and how... The thoughts that I have, I, I want to appreciate every thought that I've ever had because I would not be here if it was not for them. I would not be recording this right now if I did not have the thoughts I had in my past. And my past is anything that's not right now. So the thought I had a second ago about the past, yeah. I just want to make a conscious effort to to just look at my thoughts not accept them not you know have them evaluate them but just look at them i want to be able to just have thoughts come into my mind and just like yeah okay maybe maybe you know what i mean like i, I don't accept it right away that's how i want ideally that's how i would like my 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 thought mind connection to be if that makes sense but I think it's important that we look into our negative experiences and the things that happen to us that we don't really like. I think it's important that we look into our thought process during those times 
in our thought process before those times because if we do then we can see that I put myself in this position for example I remember in high school I would think to myself I have no friends I have no friends um, and that was completely not true I had like the best group of friends in high school but then I kept thinking that just because of my own my own problems but I just thought that a lot of the times and then in college I reached a period of isolation then I really had no friends and then I thought about it and I'm like did I literally create this situation by saying that in high school another example was well for the majority of my life up until last year I lived with my mom in an apartment in a not-so-good neighborhood in a not-so-good apartment building in a not-so-good apartment and I've lived there the majority of my life and you know there's times when I lived with my aunts and my mom and all that stuff during that time we were always trying to find somewhere to move to to get a house or another apartment and even after we would go to open house or talk to a realtor or something like that afterwards there will be this discussion that was so contradictory to what we were trying to do the discussion surrounded around oh we're never gonna move or or you know this is our home or i didn't like that house we're never gonna find a house we're never gonna find somewhere and it was that kind of thinking that allowed me to realize that we just put ourselves in this position for this long. We did it to ourselves. It's not because of money. It's not because of the circumstances. And it's not because of who's here, who's there. It's because we're thinking that we did not want to move. We're thinking that we can't move. I remember another situation when I was in middle school. My teacher asked us, what is it that we want to be in the future or in life? Just what do we want to be, right? My answer was happy. That was my answer that I wanted to be happy for my whole life. I just want to be happy. And at the time, I was not like a sad kid. I was very energetic and I was happy. Uh, at least I think I was happy. I was happy. Um, and then when I got home, my mom read it and she's like, well, are you not happy now? Like, what's going on? I'm like, and genuinely, I did not feel like I was not happy. But who knew I was foreshadowing times like this? Oh, God, who knew? Who knew I was foreshadowing the future? Like, literally, because in high school, I went through rough depression and shit like that. I went through rough depression and I'm going through rough anxiety right now. And all I wanted was to be happy. Who knew? Then I thought about that and I'm like, did I create that sadness in my head? And honestly, I don't think I did, but I just wanted to show you how powerful thought can be. It can be that powerful. And it is that powerful. You just have to understand how to use that power for your own benefit, for your own potential.
we got to figure out how to use the thoughts that come in and out of our brain every single day for good. How do we do that? How do we do that? Well, for one, meditating. Meditation allows you to consciously and subconsciously be aware that you are not your thoughts. It allows you to just observe them. The goal of meditation is not to sit still. It's not to fix your thoughts. The goal of meditation is to understand that you are an observer to every single thing that goes on in this world. Even everything that goes on within your body. You're merely an observer because you are not your body. You're not your mind. You're not your thoughts. You're not your eyeballs. You're not your house. You're not your car. You're not anything else but your soul. Oh, I was talking about meditation and how that helps with your mind. Another thing that helps with kind of changing your thought process to manifest the good and the potential that you have, I would say to start writing, journaling, writing your thoughts down, writing down anything that that catches your eye or that resonates with you, just write it down. Because that way, I feel like sometimes the thoughts get stuck in our mind and then we have it over and over and over again. At least for me, this is how it works. Like the thoughts get stuck in my mind and I start thinking about them and I ponder on them and it just becomes something that I'm always thinking about, which is that thought. Um, And a way for me to get it out, if I don't really talk to anybody, like a therapist or anything like that, I like to write it out. I write it down. I write everything down. I write everything down. Not only because my memory is bad, but because it it gives me an opportunity to kind of stop stop that line from thoughts out here to thoughts in my head and thoughts getting stuck here and then thoughts going out. With writing for me, it's like the thoughts are right here, the thoughts are in my mind, straight on the paper. And then I don't even have kind of like a chance to to accept them as good or bad because in reality they're not good or bad it's just a thought and I make it good or bad by the way that I accept them and by the way that I interact with them so if I have a thought that says Asia you're gonna be a star thank you thank you (laughs) thank you um but you see how I just accepted that thought like and it, and it wasn't even consciously I just accepted it because it's something that I resonate with it's something that I truly believe and if I truly believe something and a thought comes with it I'm going to believe that thought because that's in my belief system this is so complicated because it's not like you shouldn't resonate with your thoughts because after a certain point your thoughts are going to be curated just for you you know I think even fucking toddlers and shit their thoughts are curated for them and it just comes to them because they're made for them or whatever any thought that comes to you it comes for a reason you're not just having thoughts just to have thoughts just like how your dreams can give you a message so can your thoughts it's just your thoughts are in your waking life your dreams are in your sleeping life so pay attention to your thoughts Pay attention to them and realize which thoughts you're accepting. Because if you're accepting the negative, ugly thoughts, 
that's what your life is going to be. It's going to be negative and ugly. If you accept the positive thoughts and rewrite the anxious ones and rewrite the, the negative ones, maybe life can be better. Maybe life can be better. And I feel like if that is an option for anything that I do, I would like to consider doing it. If there is an opportunity for my life to get better or for me to improve in some way, I'm going to try it out. Just like I tried out meditation and that, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I meditate, but not nearly as much as I should. And I say that because I want to get to a point where I meditate daily and it's like a routine for me. That's where I want to get to. You know, I I do meditate here and there, maybe sometimes when I feel like I need it more than others, but I'm doing it and I see and I can understand the changes that it's making and that it will make if I do it more often. So that's a bet that I'm always willing to take, a bet to reach my potential. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm gonna do that shit. Hell yeah, I'm gonna do that shit. Another thing that I have tried and I've learned through experience is rewriting thoughts. Rewriting your thoughts is something that is so like, oh my gosh, it's so, it's like, it's life changing. It's routine changing. By rewriting my thoughts or your thoughts, I mean that when you have a thought that you don't like, that you don't resonate with, that but you've accepted it. So it's a thought that comes frequently. It's causing you pain. It's causing you an emotion. It's making you feel a certain type of way. It's causing other things to happen in your life. When you have a thought like that and it's not what you want, what you can do is really look at it. Okay, I know I understand that people's brains work differently. So I'm just going to tell you how my brain works. So that when I say the things I say, it's not like the fuck she's talking about, you know? So my brain works like, I would say like a book. It works kind of like a book. Um, when I hear words, like if some, if I was in a spelling contest, right? If when I hear, oh, spell cat, I see the letter C-A-T in my brain, okay? So when I have thoughts, I see the sentence go past in my brain. Literally, like I, I see it. Is it? It's going this way, actually, so so that I can read, obviously. But the thoughts are the sentences are going this way in my brain, and I just it's like I'm reading them. It's like I'm having them, but I'm also reading thoughts. That's how my brain works. That's how things work for me. Okay. So when I say rewriting my thoughts, I literally mean erase. You know, I literally mean that. So I'm gonna give an example. If I have a thought say I'm ugly, right? And I've accepted this thought and I truly feel this way about myself. I'm going to take this out because this is ugly. So, I mean, it's not ugly, but it's ugly right now. Yeah. So if I have, if I have that thought, I will look at it. I will look at the sentence that it's making in my head. I'm ugly. And I'll think about it and I'll be like, but am I really ugly though? And if the answer is yes, because sometimes it is yes, um, I don't, I don't want the thought. I don't want it, so I'm gonna change it. It doesn't matter my feeling about the thought. It doesn't matter my emotion about the thought. If I have a thought and I don't like it, I'm changing it because 
I don't like it. I don't want to live in it. I don't want it to resonate with me. I don't want to think that I'm ugly. So I'm not going to accept it. That's it. You have control over every single thing that you do. I'm telling you right now, the thoughts that you have in your mind are just not like facts that you're creating yourself. The thoughts are coming past and you have the, you have the opportunity. You have the chance to accept them or not. You have the chance to just let them be. You have the chance to just look at them and be like, damn, my mind is really minding right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you have the, you have the power. You have the power to do anything and believe anything that you want to believe and do anything that you want to do. I'm telling you this right now. You have the power to change your own thoughts. When you see a thought that you don't like, say the opposite. Say the opposite in your mind. Say the opposite out loud. And every time you have that thought, say it's opposite. Or say what you really want. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will not have that thought again. Or if you do have that negative thought, it's just going to come and go like all the others do. It's just going to come and go because it's like, bitch, I don't accept this shit. I don't resonate with this no more. I'm beautiful. You know? Think about it. Think about it. Observe your thoughts as they pop into your head, one after the other. Don't assign any feeling, emotions, or bias to it. Simply watch it float into and out of your consciousness. And when you are able to do this with all your thoughts that show up every day from day to day, you can realize that there is a separation between self and mind. The mind is merely a vessel for understanding and facilitating in our move forward. It is not what we are, who we are, why we are. It is simply there to aid in the cosmic creative of the whole universe. Because either way, the thoughts will be there whether you like it or not. You cannot turn your brain off. You can simply observe it. Be mindful of it. Observe the things that it is telling you, but do not identify with it. Then you also begin to notice the emotional poisons that have been fed to us through our whole life. I think I got that from somewhere. I got that from a book. Not the whole thing, but like the basis of it. It's it's helpful to understand the separation be between thought and mind what between self and mind between thought and self so those are my thoughts on thoughts thank you so much for listening to my podcast boundless exposure and I'll see you next time. Peace. Ba-boom-boom-tch!